0: Up top with a high five from Better Buddies. Welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. And with us this week, we have Calvin. What up? Coming back for a second appearance, Ryan. Glad to be back. And returning after a hiatus, James.
1: James. Did he go get a drink? <laughs> <laughs> right after you asked. Did I say gin and he went running? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's the
0: right. answer. Yeah. You said the absent James. Yeah, he'll he'll come back, we think. (laughs) And when he comes back he can acknowledge his own existence. But in the meantime, our better buddy's icebreaker this week may be relevant depending on if he ever comes back. (laughs) You're being murdered. You look your killer in the eyes. What are your last words? Does screaming Mm. count? I d I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just Uh, scream in their face. I'm gonna go with a ooh. What you say?
1: Okay. Um, uh, I would probably try and think of something that would tr- like somehow mess with them. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something good.
0: Like a uh, harder daddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's always a classic. Um, don't look under the no, floorboards. Maybe yeah, or yeah, like something like that. Like maybe say like, oh, I buried all my money in like just a random place to just mess with them.
0: Nice,
2: Ryan. What about you? Oh, jeez. Um, well, if I'm about to be murdered, let's say if I'm being actively murdered, that's a very different. <laughs> I'm thinking like, um, either like they got the gun pointed at you, or
0: they're like their hands are around your throat, strangling you already. Like, I don't know.
2: I-, I liked Harder Daddy. That was pretty good. But uh, if you're... I don't know. That's a hard one, because I guess it depends on context.
0: <laughs> Fair. Do I know
2: them? <laughs> well, most murders are committed by friends and family. Hmm. I guess I'd say everyone was right about you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh, don't look behind you? <laughs> Oh, don't wait, hit him, and look over his shoulder.
1: (laughs) (laughs) James, are you back yet? No, he's still dead.
0: Oh, he must have been murdered.
1: Either he's getting a drink, or he doesn't realize we can't hear him.
0: Either one is likely, at this point. Okay, let's take a poll. Should we assume he's getting a drink, or assume he's dead? Why not both? Fair, fair. That's a good answer. He
1: could have went to get a drink, tripped, and banged his... Oh, Ah, he can't. We we can't hear him. And,
0: uh, <laughs> he <did both. laughs>
1: so it, it was. It's it it kind of both. Then yeah. It, okay. It's, it's just his mic died, not him. Yeah. So Calvin was right. Uh, Have you tried turning it on and off again. Oh, I always say that backwards. I don't know why. I always do on and off, but that doesn't really make sense. It'd I mean, off and on.
0: If it was turned off in the first place, kind of. No, because then
1: you saw it's still off.
0: <laughs> what if you don't want it to work, though?
1: Well, then it would work.
0: There you go. Let's just move on to uh our Better Buddies Recommend segment and wait for him to catch up. Because uh, either he catches up or he's dead, so. Or drunk, like. Either way. Uh, so our next segment is Better Buddies Recommend, where we recommend a piece of
2: media to enjoy. Does anyone want to start us off? uh i've been re-watching all of venture brothers since it just got canceled uh after 17 years and uh starting from the top and i recommend everyone else go out and watch it and then turn around and sign the petition for someone to pick it back up because they okay. need to finish it goddamn
0: <laughs> so what is venture brothers because i have heard of venture brothers i've seen some comments saying like oh the heroes and villains are all like Government-mandated have roles to play. Oh, Oh.
3: hello. Oh, Oh, he's not dead. He lives. (laughs) It works. Holy shit. That was so fucking annoying. I kept plugging in my microphone and everything and it was it was it was red, but it wasn't fun. I was shouting and then I I didn't realize I didn't realize I dropped until (laughs) the podcast started and RJ introduced me. It was like, and here's James. And I was like, hello, everybody. And then there was silence, and you were like, "And here's James." And I was like, yeah. Oh fuck! And then I was like trying to figure it out and fucking with the microphone. And I was like, "God damn it!" And you were all like, "Where is he?" And one of you was a cow.
1: You were I like, "I bet
3: he fucking. I bet he went to get a drink or something like that." Yeah, was and I was like, "No, I didn't, you asshole!" But but you did. While well, I have the time. <laughs> 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 No, I went and got one because I heard you guys talking about it. I was like, I I could do that. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Um, Sorry, I know I just totally interrupted that, but I just wanted to... Uh,
0: Here we go. Okay, well, I was the one asking the question anyway, so I'm going to reroute for just a moment to ask uh, if you were being murdered, uh, what would your last words be, James?
3: Um, oh, fuck. Um, I don't know. Probably... Harder Daddy has been taken. God, uh, what... Fuck! I mean, uh, let me think here.
0: I also took, ooh, what'd you say?
1: Yo.
3: uh, Probably.
1: Probably. Did you like
3: that? Oh, I thought he died. I was about to ask. <laughs> I mean, probably just some variation of "oh fuck," but not it like not trying to be like uh it's fucking sick" and just be like "oh fuck," like <laughs> this is it. Like, <laughs> I wasn't expecting because I'm assuming if they're killing me, like I probably wouldn't expect it. Oh, you gotta like, steal! I
1: I just remembered the line from Archer: "You gotta steal," just like Cheryl's gypsy woman said. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just like the gypsy woman said. <laughs>
1: It's okay. The music's (laughs) not
3: digested. No, it'd probably be some variation of that. Like, oh, you got me. Or, oh, shit. Like, just, like, surprise. Okay. I don't know. What was, Uh, what what were, what were all yours? Well, I said mine.
0: Uh, Calvin wanted to mess with them by pointing out, like, uh, oh, I buried the gold in this place. <laughs> Classic. And Ryan's was focused on the uh either saying you're just as horrible as everyone said you were, or looking over their shoulder and saying, Oh quick, hit him in the head. <laughs>
3: uh
0: getting back to my question that James so rudely interrupted by showing up yeah, when apologies. he was supposed to. Apologies. Um, so we'd moved on to the Better Buddies Recommend segment, and Ryan had recommended the Venture Bros tv series yeah and i was just asking ryan what venture bros actually is because i know almost nothing about it
3: so like, it, uh, yeah, yeah. Like james a... no i just I want, I want to ask this because i'm i wonder it too i just want to put this into a context for me because this is what i thought it was ryan i thought it was like i've seen like two episodes i thought it was a story it's like a super villain and they're like extended family, but it's also like two teens who solve mysteries. It's like a parody of a bunch of different like Hanna-Barbera cartoon archetypes, but it's it, like it, done yeah. like Adult Swim.
2: Yeah. Like, I mean, Johnny Quest is actually in it and he's a messed up adult drug addict by this that's, point. it's it,
3: awesome. <laughs> but
2: it's um, taking that whole era of culture in like the what 60s, 70s when those Hanna-Barbera things are huge, especially Johnny Quest. My dad grew up on Johnny Quest. He loved him. And it's kind of taking like, what do these people and their kids look like now as the world has kind of moved on, and That's it's so it's accepting it as this stuff happens. Super science is real. Ghosts are real. You know all, <laughs> all this crazy stuff you saw in the old cartoons. But when everyone's all outgrown them and jaded, like now 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 Johnny's a child star like in his forties. Like it's it's kind of leaning on that, and these people are trying to cut. Unintentionally keep it alive, but it's just the world isn't the same anymore. Evil's dev- evil's corporatized, and all this stuff. <laughs>
3: That's fantastic. So, like, so the world as a whole has to deal with like the implication, or like Scooby Doo, or uh, stuff like that. Yeah, like- Scooby Doo's actually in it too. I think not, not
2: directly. Oh, right. They have an om- okay. homage. They have an homage to him, but uh, That's awesome. yeah, it's 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 kind of like what would happen if these guys forty years later, like that whole now that we've moved past the nuclear age, you know, and we're in the information age, like, are they relevant anymore? Does anyone dream like this?
3: What is it worth? Like, <laughs> That's awesome. That's oddly wholesome. For, I love it. You know, I love it. An adult swim show. Yeah. it's a good way to put it. It's really just about failure.
2: Like everyone, <laughs> everyone just trying to deal with it in different ways. Calvin or James,
0: uh, would either of you like to go next?
1: I'll go. Okay. Uh So I was listening to uh, the anime podcast that I listened to and they were talking and they brought up uh, anime films. So of course they started talking about Satoshi Kone. So I would probably have to, uh, as a larger thing, I would probably recommend really any of his films. Um, But most specifically I would have to say, I recommend Tokyo Godfathers, um, which is probably the best Christmas movie ever. It's awesome. (laughs) Uh, It's it's awesome. So basically, it's about three homeless people in Tokyo. Um, It's just an old guy who's just an old homeless guy. Um, There's a former, like, drag queen. And then there's just, like, this teenage girl who's just a runaway. And they kind of know each other and stuff from being, like, homeless in the same area. And they kind of – and they discover a – newborn baby in like a pile of garbage that someone like just abandoned and it's about them trying to track down the parents of this baby
0: huh i'm gonna be honest that's not what i pictured when you said tokyo godfathers
1: (laughs) yeah no no, it's it's so good
3: well because they're they are uh i and i don't know why i just realized this but they are godfathers they are Technically, like the godfather to that baby, I didn't even mm-hmm. think about that um,
1: until until <laughs> yeah, I swear the name comes through.
3: <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I like I didn't think about that until uh, just now. But yeah, it's it's very endearing too. Um, uh, Cal and I, when did we watch that? We watched that like two years ago or something like that. Did watch that like two years ago. Um, yeah, and it was it's was really good. It does. I thought it did a good job of portraying. um, it's like you know they're homeless um mm-hmm. but at the same time they're not caricatures so yeah, it, okay. it plays yeah it plays into um there you almost you like get an understanding as to like why or how they ended up being homeless but a lot of it is very like hinted at and they're they're pretty individual characters like they're not stereotypes which is nice I like that
0: cool uh James you're the last of the guests to recommend something. What would you like to recommend? I'm going to say Clone
3: High. Might have talked about yes! this show before. <laughs> yeah. Clone High. Um, I I don't know why, but I started re it a few days ago. Um, and I love this show. It's fantastic. It's by the same guys who did um, the Lego movie, Cloud with a Chance of Meatballs, 21 Jump Street. And they were also the original directors for Solo before they got shit-canned and Ron yeah. Howard was brought in. Um. These guys are great. Uh, There's some of I really admire them. Um, I think they're really funny, and I think they actually do care about telling a good story, along with being funny, which is a rare combination to find. Um, and Clone High is a fantastic show. It was made in like the early two thousands, um, like M, a little like post MTV kind of MTV era. Um, I grew up with Daria. I loved that whole series of just I semi-erotic. need to watch daria i miss that american style of 2d animation where it's very um distinct like yes. it's it's that very it's almost like googie like it's the same style that uh my life as a teenage robot was done yeah in. yeah even yeah. been like fairly odd parents has elements of that where it's very sharp and angular but it's very also like stands so, out. Um, question yes
0: what is Clone High? Because frankly, it sounds like a Star Wars high school <clears throat> Clone Wars spin off.
3: It's no, it's basically um, the, the whole idea behind it is that uh, way, way back in the 1980s, um, a bunch of government officials dug up clones of famous people, uh, cloned them, uh, grew them uh, naturally, and now these people are in high school. So obviously, someone who was born in, let's say, 1986 would have been 16 in 2002. Yep. So they would have been, this is the demographic they were trying to hit roughly. Um These clones all fit into the, of these famous figures. There's JFK, Cleopatra, Abraham Lincoln, Gandhi, and Joan of Arc who make up the main cast. Um, and a bunch of historical figures are referenced all throughout the series. Like everyone from Nostradamus to Jesus, to Buddha, to like, to Van Gogh, to everybody. Um And it's, part animated sitcom and it's part riff on the like the high school specials the the kind of like a Degrassi type thing essentially it was riffing on high school drama shows that were like this is a very special episode of (laughs) of this average high American high school show um so it's supposed to be kind of like riffing on the over dramatized the drug PSA episodes, very archetypal plots. Like you, you've seen these even in your, your like mid two thousand Disney sitcoms. Like, hey kid, you ever
2: tried weed?
3: Done, weed done, are, done. Yeah, they're like, they're like there's an episode where Abraham Lincoln and JFK run against each other for a student body president. <laughs> 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 the second episode, mm-hmm. and they all what? they all fit into like high school archetypes. So JFK is this like awful but hilarious womanizing jock um uh abraham lincoln is very awkward and he hasn't like grown into himself yet so he's not this like great orator he's kind of like the average guy uh he's a uh, dweeb geek he's a dweeb yeah that's perfect (laughs) word jonah bark is like obsessed with abraham lincoln um she's like totally totally in love with him but it um he doesn't see it, and that is played to the fullest comedic extent, like of all time. Because Abe loves Cleopatra. He, Cleopatra is like the like it girl, the the Stacy, the like alpha mean girl of the whole school. Uh-huh. So he's like in love with her. Um, and there's just so many great jokes, like between the characters, uh, and just great like historical references. It's it's really quick. So- it's, yeah. In this high school, is this like a regular high school that these clones are all
0: at, or is this like a government-controlled? Only the clones go here.
3: <clears throat> only the clones go there. Yeah. So it's only it's only clones, um, and the government like controls it, but it's set up supposed to be like a normal high school. So so
0: there's not like government agents in suits at like every entrance. No, no. Um, there's um.
3: There's just. Uh, the only really like introduction you get to some of the government agents or the the screen time they get is the principal of the high school is uh, like a mad scientist who helped um, dig up the clone bodies and and clone them and stuff like that. And he is overseen by um, a group of government officials. Who's just called the board of shadowy figures. It was a bunch of guys in military suits who like sit around a half moon table, in the shadows and like tell them to do stuff. And mad scientist is like partially uh with them and partially not he's like helping them run this high school but his plan their plan is to weaponize the clones and use them as like soldiers or whatever it's like a generic thing Oh okay. his plan is to make them and use them to open up a clone themed theme park <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's he's built like models and he like talks about it all the time um and like the the boris shadowy figures like those it's very clear that they like know this they're aware of it um uh, i i don't know which idea is dumber i don't know it's it's so it's really dumb but it's really smart at the same time and it's really funny like it's very quick it's very witty it's not um it's a lot of like bags that are just really great uh i would definitely i recommend it highly you can find the whole series on youtube
2: I have to rewatch it, yeah. Now that you brought it up, it's it's a rewatch for me now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll have to look it up.
3: It's so good. <laughs> okay. It's great.
2: Well, my recommendation,
0: uh, going along with the goofs and gags, is the Deadpool movie. Uh, okay. I was thinking about it earlier today. It's a good movie. It's a... Uh, they could do a good job of referencing things like the Helicarrier be- without saying Helicarrier because they legally couldn't. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, I really appreciate all the work he did to try and be a good Deadpool. Especially after the disastrous previous Deadpool from <laughs> X-Men <laughs> Origins. And I think they... Uh, it was just really a really well done... Funny movie, despite the, um, oversaturation Deadpool's characters had in the, uh, popular awareness
3: a couple years ago. Are you talking just about the first movie? Yeah. Okay. I... I didn't see the second, did you? I did. did.
2: It was really good, too.
3: Okay. I, I, I was, like, a little nervous about it. I liked... I actually, um... I was a little cynical about it when it came out, but I actually like the Deadpool movie quite a bit. Um, It's not like my favorite by any means, but it's fun and it's different. I I like it because it's it's just a cool break from what they had been doing. Um, And and it's cool too, because even if it's not like the most amazing movie, the performance that Ryan Reynolds gives, like he clearly wants to do this character so bad. And that that in itself is endearing. so
0: well, and I think one of the best, one of the best things to me now that I think about it of that movie is they play off, they play on the whole like code name trope where in action movies, people are looking for someone and spoiler oh, alert, the yeah. movie's years old and Deadpool's going around murdering people looking for um, Ajax, but none of his guys know him by that name. <laughs> so he's murdered everybody because they don't realize who he's looking for
3: that's funny that's fucking good
0: with the sequel, uh, Ryan, you said it was good I really enjoyed it, because I thought they managed to build on the first movie without uh, getting too bogged down in the number of characters
2: yeah uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's leading up to an X-Force movie, from what I understand, which will be Deadpool and the other nature superheroes, so yeah. we we'll gonna see what's going to happen with that.
3: Oh, that's
1: great.
0: Do you guys... Calvin and James, how much do you guys care about spoilers for Deadpool 2 if you haven't seen it?
1: I don't care. I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure I know what happens. I think I read a plot synopsis at one point.
0: Okay. Because I was just going to say, like, in the I know the trailers really featured, like, a lot of the X-Force, quote-unquote, that he was putting together, and then within... Like five minutes, he simultaneously puts together this X Force and destroys it. <laughs> so it's it, they definitely like they yeah, were aware they had a lot of characters. one that's
1: like parachuting and just dies instantly.
0: Yeah, most of them. But <laughs> well, that was um. Uh, who's the invisible guy? He was um. His, oh the, my god! Who was the actor? Was it Matt Damon? It was Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon's in the movie for all of, like. Five minutes as an invisible person who five becomes seconds. visible once he dies. Five seconds. What
3: is up, Matt? Matt Damon, I feel like just shows up in movies now. Like, he, he, was, was in he was in the Thor movie, wasn't he? Yeah, he yeah. was in the
2: uh, Avengers too, or was it? He,
3: he was in Thor. He, was in, he was, was in Deadpool. He he showed up in Interstellar. Sorry, mm-hmm. spoiler alert for anyone <laughs> who hasn't seen that. I apologize. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's other ones he just shows up in, but I mean. But that's also like
0: he's not showing up to like try and be a big role, and he's specifically going after bit parts just to
2: be, oh, like no. have fun. He, he's like, like he's that. like the John Hamm of movies instead of television. Yeah, he is.
1: <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> he, you're he, right. John
2: Hamm has stated he wants to get on every show he can, so he always has like a bit part where he's a "useless uh, assistant" and then he gets fired every time he makes an appearance. He's always in one always... episode for five minutes. <laughs>
3: He's always, like, he's always, like, big and dumb. I feel so bad for him, because I know, I just get the feeling he wants to be a comedian so bad. <laughs> but literally, his problem is that he's too attractive. Yeah. And too yeah. handsome. Like, he's too, he's too much that for anyone to believe, like, that he's been sad. Which is kind of <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now, i just kind to of contradict this a little bit, because have any of you
0: seen Tag? Yes. No. Yes. I would argue he did very well comedically in tag.
3: Oh no, he's he's good in comedy, but I think he wants to be a comedian. I get that sense from him that he wants to be on like a comedy show and that works uh for like for like a guy like Phil Hartman, who is ostensibly like he wasn't not handsome. He was he was attractive and stuff and he had a deep voice. He was like the closest SNL person I could think to like a John Hamm equal, but John Ham, like his whole cultural identity, is like the Mad suave, man. handsome. Yeah, it's like like people are always going to see him as that. What's more, too, is just how he looks. Unless he's portraying a very specific type of character, he couldn't like. I don't know if I could see John Ham doing stand up. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, I mean, I
2: mean, Bob Saget turns around and you think of him as something else because he's just established that way. And that's true. In, in the late 80s, early 90s, he was still tall, dark, and handsome too, by all accounts. And he's one of the most
3: vulgar people out there. <laughs> like- that's true. So if John Hamm broke his filter, mm-hmm. if he did that, like if he really, because that's the thing is a guy like him would really have to commit. Like if he showed up in a comedy movie, just like vulgar and gross and like, but funny, mm-hmm. um, not just dumb, but funny, then, yeah, he he could do really well. Um, but I think right now, it's he's too... Also, like, public distrust of celebrities and dislike is, like, at an all-time high, maybe for the first time yeah. since, like, I probably when it
0: came. I, I became... don't know, because Chris Evans had that uh, nude photo leaked, huh. and um, nobody yeah. has ripped him apart for it. He has Wait. had so much, like, support for what a terrible accident that was! Instead of he like should, ripping him
2: apart, he should well, take yeah, that it's... as a compliment with how this media goes. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no,
3: seriously. I mean, I didn't even hear about this. So he had like a photo leaked or something. Yeah, he actually. He had sh- had he, a... he, what he shared? Like <laughs> he leaked it himself. No, no, he, shared, he shared.
2: a picture on his phone or something that had his gallery background in it, and uh-huh. it had a uh, Chevons pic uh, and, and uh-huh. a nice black and white filter in the background. So. <laughs>
3: Jesus, Christ. so in the background of a of a photo, he had a photo of his dick yep, of his basically. gallery that
2: had a photo. Of his. So <laughs> it's uh, assumed to be. This, is, this is an exception. Okay. It's, it's
3: several layers until it gets. <laughs> I feel like there's a there's a point where like people get so into this stuff, and I've seen it on Twitter and stuff like that. And this is one of the more sympathetic or like at least endearing parts of Twitter I found. Um, it's like Twitter people will become, like, NASA cartographers, like, trying to map Mars <laughs> when they want to see, like, a celebrity's junk. Like, they they get really into this shit. Like, they there's do. so many photos of, like, and that, to me, is, like, it's, like, you go, guys. Like, you, you do that. Like, that, because that's just funny that people are, like, I've moved past the point where it's like, don't you have anything better to do? And it's like, no, nah, you know what? That's just funny that you'd actually because that must take a lot of time. So good on you guys. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> yourselves. Good. Enjoy yourselves, please. Uh, um, I was gonna
0: ask yeah. Calvin. You, uh, you said you had another movie you wanted to talk about.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Did anyone see the trailer for the Dune movie? Yes, I did! Oh my god. It looks so good. On my
2: hard drive right now, I have the sci-fi series, three movies they released of Dune, right now. (laughs)
1: I'm I'm so pumped. I honestly kind of hope they delay it because um, they have yet to greenlit the second part. And this movie was filmed in anticipation of a second part to finish the book yes sure. so if they if they release it this december like it's scheduled to still and the pandemic's not clearing up by december so it, people aren't going to be going to the films and it's going to bomb like Tenet did and yeah. I do not want that because I want this film to do amazing so we can get the next part. And it's, oh my God, that trailer was so amazing. I need to go to Twitch, get a Twitch
2: release. You buy a $15 thing, you get to rent the movie for 24 hours. I will drop several times to get that. Yes. No, oh i pay
0: $10 a weekend for like three weeks in a row.
3: Yeah. Can you imagine seeing Twitch up with like the great distributors in cinema history, like Lionsgate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking! What are some max.
1: Yeah, fucking. Tw- <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> That'd be great. I I agree. Actually, Cal, I didn't even think about that. I want as many people to see this as possible. I think this has the potential to be like the uh, news. I I never know how to say his name. Is if you you knew it yeah. doesn't I, matter. I, it's such um, a good opportunity. I'm gonna butcher yeah. it. Um, but no, I. I think this is such a good opportunity for his ability, for Bill ability to reach a mainstream audience and for people I, yeah. to be like, oh, this is what blockbusters can also be. They yeah. don't have to be the 1980s, like hammy stuff. They don't have to be 1990s serious. They don't have to be 2000s goofy or mid 2000s, like dark and gritty. They don't have to be Marvel movies or Star Wars. Blockbusters can also be this. Because if we got more blockbusters like 2049 and it mm-hmm. looks like potentially Dune, I think the world would be a better place. Maybe that's overstretching. Like, <laughs> but I, I really do. I, I think like those types of blockbusters, which are a genuine cinematic experience, you sit down and you just take yeah. in this story and you're in it. Um, and it's it, there's so much care and attention and detail truly is a work of art and not just a byproduct of, like, some mcdonalds studio system. Well, like, not to th- like... not, oh, go ahead. Mm. No, 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 I'm, I, that was it, yeah. Uh, no, and not just
2: that, but the book is just transcendental. Not only is it, like, oh. the granddaddy of any intergalactic empire, so we wouldn't have Warhammer, we'd have Star Wars, we'd have a lot of sci-fi, that, mm-hmm. the way we would see it now. Uh, it was also really great in its uh, uh, political stuff too mm-hmm. because like there's a quote and i pulled it up the minute you started talking about it that i read when i was because i read the books when i was a kid because my dad's a huge sci-fi buff and uh it's uh there exists a limit of for uh, uh sorry there exists a there limit of us. even the most powerful may apply without destroying themselves judging this limit is the true uh, austerity uh, artistry of government misuse of power is a fatal sin the law cannot be a tool of vengeance never a hostage nor a fortification against the martyrs it has created itself you cannot threaten any individual and escape the consequences. And that was a quote from Muad'Dib in the book, and that's always like stuck with
1: me. It was that specific quote.
3: I
2: think it's,
1: it's good. James wouldn't know; he's the only one here I, who hasn't read the book. I James read is a it nerd. The first, dude.
3: I've read the first hundred pages. Now with Doesn't the new movie actually coming out, now it's I a got hard it. read. It's a hard I, read. It's well, it's not. See, the thing is, like, I've read books that long i yeah. read like philosophy <laughs> i read religion i read I, stuff like that it's just i am not used to the the marathon of like reading a long 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 book because even yeah. some of the longer books on philosophy that i've read are only like maybe 300 or 400 pages also in james
0: defense he he's hung out with calvin and i a lot
3: and we read fast that's fair <laughs> you guys read huge books because you Very read the fantasy and sci fi books and like you get like all i read is like thousand page books (laughs) you get like used to that and i like i i'm a much slower just just a much slower reader i like that's the simplest way to put it i burned uh, harry potter
0: number seven in under 12 hours
1: bitch look at you (laughs) what a mad man what a wizard Yeah, no, James, you, as soon as you have the opportunity, though, you need to start working on Dune, because it's just so, it's so good. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean,
2: and, I really... And I'll take it for later, but I want to go off on the rest of the series, because I read,
1: uh, what, Children of Dune, Messiah, Dune Messiah, I read Dune Messiah, I actually kind of like Dune Messiah, it's very different, but I liked it, um... I started, like, the first couple chapters of Children in Dune, and then I kind of fell out of it. I've read, like, synopsis of what everything that happens. And yeah. it gets it gets crazy. <laughs> don't um, I, I won't really go into – I mean, I, I, honestly, even if you talk about it, I don't know that you can really spoil it. Because it's so insane. But I, my I, would, is... I would recommend the first book at least. Yes. Whether or not you want to continue with the series, then it's kind of more up in the air it's well um, written if i mean it's, watched, not, it's not bad writing like it's, yeah. it's
3: it's just it's long and it is dense i mean there's a lot of different things that are working in dune because i agree i think the politics are fascinating and it's it is clearly modeled off of like real world at least at that time what the real world like geopolitics were yeah With, yeah like, there's I a lot of cold war turn. like inspiration yeah. stuff
1: coming from it and i mean the Fremen yeah. culture is very much inspired by uh, middle eastern cultures and stuff like that if so is
0: if you're going to read dune and then contemplate reading any of the others in the series the best comparison i have for it is reading the hobbit and then trying to read the lord of the rings (laughs) if you couldn't handle going to the lord of the rings which was much larger longer in time span and more detailed you will have troubles with the rest of the dune
2: series
1: Yeah, so that's actually a fair that's a good analogy. Yeah, cuz like Dune's not simplistic like the Hobbit is, but that's a good analogy of like Contained. going from the Hobbit to the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, cuz that jump is pretty similar to what can ha- what happens in the later <laughs> Dune series.
3: I think like it's I don't know. I I like sci-fi that has um cuz I think like a benefit of sci-fi is the fact that it can talk about the future in a way that doesn't sound um, in good sci-fi like hokey like in great in good sci-fi or great sci-fi you you read it or you watch it or listen to it or whatever and you're like yeah i could see this like future happening because it's like still human like mm. some of the worst sci-fi is the stuff that pretends like people will just stop being people at some point and it's mm. like eh, i mean maybe like thousands of years down the line when we evolve into like apple products or whatever <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we'll stop being human beings but i don't think that's like that's i i don't think that's close by and i also think um i i don't know
1: i i, I don't yeah. think it'll happen like that. I, I i really like some of the aspects of dune 2 that they go it's really different in its sci-fi because it is sci-fi but like There's and there's like some future technology, but a lot of it almost seems like it's not because it's like, oh, yeah, there's space travel, but only a very limited number of people can actually do it. And it's like this weird thing of how you can do like faster than light travel. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's like guns and lasers and stuff. But we've developed shields and now that stuff is basically rendered useless. So everyone fights with knives. So I think that stuff is really cool. And you yeah. might be able you might be able to argue too um,
3: that oh shit I just totally lost my train of thought like it just totally derailed uh, <laughs> I no I, I I like Dune because it's um oh yeah you, you could argue that Dune is uh one of the first popular literary examples of like the quote unquote like used world sci-fi yeah where things mm. feel old and mm-hmm. and the human the human elements feel. Like they have a history to them and a a real tangible history that you don't just hear about, but you get to see in the way the equipment operates, like they're using older stuff. Uh, It's a little more because it's the 70s sci-fi, like it's not as sleek as modern sci-fi. So it's still like a little janky. And You even get that from just reading the book. You don't even have to watch any of the movies or anything like that. But I like that type of sci-fi where it's not. It is that like used world and you can feel the history in the actual things that the characters are doing and what they look like and what they wear, what they use all that. Um, and that's clearly, clearly something that Lucas used in star Wars. I mean, that, that was like mm. the big appeal of it was that it was like this used sci-fi. It was uh, lived aesthetic. in. Yeah. Lived in. That's, that's yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Uh, So we're going to move on to our, what might be our last segment, (laughs) depending on time. (laughs) Uh, How to be a better buddy, where we give some comedic and some serious advice. Not our fault if it doesn't work out. And I'm going to cherry pick our questions a little bit from the list to uh, try and get some of the better ones. Although we have a, there's some nutso ones on here this week, guys. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to skip down a little bit to... um, why does my BF count like this? From Yahoo Answers. He goes, Wiggity one! tickety two! Thriggity three! Etc.
2: through ten. What's wrong with him?
1: Uh, everything.
2: A lot. <laughs> I mean, okay. And,
1: Is I that mean, a reference to
0: something? I don't no. know, because I googled it, and the only thing that came up was this Yahoo post. Ooh. I have questions
3: to ask, but they might be very mean. So, like... They probably are. James, yeah. don't be mean. No, I, I, I'm not intentionally. They're gonna sound mean, but they are. Don't genuine. be mean, James. So I, it, I, I'll just, I'll just be as honest. As I, like, is that, is that person genuinely like, in some form, autistic, or do they have a stutter? Because I Actually, don't see any reason why, like, an adult human being would do that. Otherwise, I, might...
2: I, I I can see three reasons. <laughs> uh. <laughs> One, he knows it annoys his girlfriend. That's fair. No, shit, I mean, yeah, shit. That's fair. That's
3: the forgotten third option. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right.
2: That's my fair. my ex <laughs> hated the song uh, uh, "Total Eclipse of the Heart," and I now, to this day, still know every word of that fucking
3: song. <laughs> okay, you learned uh, a song just out of spite?
2: Oh no, <laughs> not even spite. Just love. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. Two. Uh, two. Uh, I've developed like weird habits too with in the past that stick around. I remember driving with probably my best friend of, ever, and uh, he's like, "Oh shit, we missed our turn!" And then he just janks the wheel on this country road as hard as he can to the the left. It hits the brake, so we like, basically slide out. He goes, ba-da, ba-da, bada, bada like the beginning of <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> so now, whenever I'm in, now whenever I'm in a car that wants to cut like across or do something crazy, I immediately say the Cowboy Bebop thing out loud, and I cannot help it. <laughs> So it was maybe something that just stuck as a weird habit. And three, I totally forgot what three was, so I guess I only had two. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up three then because James asked about the stutter, but that
0: like, I could genuinely see this as a way someone handles having their stutter. That could be it. It helps I, give them that I space.
3: I it have two questions. It's like it's not just genuinely a like verbal tick, like something that's involuntary, like even like a Tourette syndrome type thing. I know that sounds o- really OCD weird. even. Even OCD, like I know that sounds really dumb, but there are people with, with that type of shit. So I don't, I'm not trying to like be like, oh, if you do it, you're stupid. But like, if you are like, if you don't have some biological, like compulsory thing or psychological or whatever that is making you say it, like, then that's a whole other question. Cause that, that begs the question, especially if you're an adult, like doing that either for attention or like we, I, I agree with Ryan to piss somebody off. So. <laughs> Or or maybe he thinks it's funny, and maybe you should just tell him that if you're annoyed, then just tell him to stop. Or
0: like uh, Calvin, you brought it up right at the start. He's he's just a he's just a, you know get over it, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now are you what gonna I'm looking at this, and I'm curious how he continues through ten because for one, two, and three, he takes the beginning like part of each word, um, each word, and um to start it to I, I didn't it want to say it out loud but and nine
2: seems probably get
0: problematic yeah i read Ooh, yes. they had the entire thing yes. listed out verbally all the way through 10 each one oh, and okay. i decided because this is an audio medium trying to read nine aloud may be problematic see i i thought so right off the bat like, yeah a, <laughs> yeah like i i'm fairly sure based on what i read that it does it is not pronounced inappropriately but all it would take was that slip of the tongue for one of us to mess up it's dangerous what
1: territory what is yeah. it, what
3: is the pattern
1: well it's it's like what so they are like so for one what wiggity two yeah. tiggity three three three, <laughs> three yeah and yeah. james just got it <laughs> yeah maybe it's <laughs> don't
3: even it's... james Maybe it's like a double I, like you say. James, like wee, don't like okay. no
0: <laughs> bad. James, no James. James, I'm, James, James, James.
3: James. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> James. I have, I have humanity. Probably keep looking. So but maybe
2: no. Maybe just chill. Even four would also sound problematic if you say it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I was thinking about that one too. That's what I was stuck on. I was like, how do you say four? <laughs> if
2: we, if
0: oh. We, uh so yeah just leave your boyfriend alone i
2: guess or or dump him if it's really that annoying yeah for real tell him to stop or leave him because those are two options take
0: some agency in your life
3: life. just the best way to do it is just to surprise him so have everything packed up by the time he wakes up you (laughs) you just you just tell him you just tell him like i think i quite quite frankly think you're at-end genetic trash so oh, it God it. James. And, and i think I, it's in my best interest as both it's just a person to leave you
2: i i, I was <laughs> almost thinking uh pavlovian conditioning where every time he starts this he goes wiggity one and you just scream in his face and then stop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and every, every every time you count the number you just start screaming again no matter where he is in public no matter what you're doing just blood curdling and then every, after every number you start again
3: most oh, human beings had like an opportunity like another type of scream that they could do that would just like stop the type of shit. Like cause there's your normal scream that you like and do. a scream? No, like a like a scream, like you just open your mouth and some like high tone comes out and it just like it's so annoying that everybody just stops. In- invasion of the doing body. What they're doing. Right? <laughs> yeah, guess. like that, yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, Kelvin Kelvin so you were can try- just say Kelvin you were to say sad. James <laughs>
0: Calvin, you were trying to say something. Was I? Yeah, you were. I guess not.
1: I don't think I was. I don't well, remember this.
3: I apologize yeah. to everybody involved. Anytime you hear the word Wiggity, she can just do that invasion of the body snatchers scream. <laughs> and, uh, point at her. <laughs> point <laughs> at her. And <boyfriend. laughs> do that, and uh, maybe he'll stop. And if he doesn't, that's even funnier. <laughs> I like get a weird person, someone counting really weird,
2: and another person just screaming and screaming at him. And, so and now you to belong see. together because everyone thinks you're
3: insane. <laughs> just to see who can outlast who, I mean, that's a great test. That's a heck of a game of chicken. Uh, yeah. I'd watch that. Okay. For sure. I'd watch that. Uh,
0: so if you didn't find some sort of advice in there, yeah, it's on you. We're moving on. there's something Yeah, I was concise damn it you were we were not Uh, our next question which you're gonna have to bear with me on this one a little bit it's a it's a story our next question is it frustrates me that I might eat a boyfriend updated eight hours ago at Uh anonymous one I don't take any medication updated five hours ago at anonymous that is not true about me and you don't put stuff like that on like this on here updated four hours ago at Raja I didn't mean it in that way now Raja's reply was the only one that could actually be pinned down to figure out who she was talking about who this person was talking about and Raja made the very astute observation and logical one that uh this person may be suffering a mental illness if they uh, are afraid they're going to eat a person and that they needed to be referred to a neurologist for treatment so that they did not commit cannibalism
1: so wait the question posed to like yahoo questions was it frustrates me that i might eat a boyfriend yes like don't that's a threat
3: more than that (laughs) (laughs) are we all afraid of that in some way only if you're a praying mantis And not a boyfriend but this person isn't that the fear of cannibalism like have you guys ever thought that you'd like like it no yeah exactly (laughs) isn't that terrifying (laughs) that you do something that's so like Inherently taboo, and disgusting, and you come out the other end. You'd be like, "Well, you know, eating a person wasn't that bad." <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah.
0: there was that. Uh, Isn't that the fear? <laughs> there was that. Uh, there was that airplane with the soccer players that went down. Oh, in the, the and Andes. Yeah, in the and they had to eat cannibalism. Yeah, What was this? Eighties. Uh, well, yeah, it was in the Andes. I think. No, eighties. Oh, think. In, in the eighties. Yeah,
3: movies about this. I feel like. Yeah, yeah there are.
0: I read. I had to read up on it for a D and D thing I wrote up once, because I needed to understand what uh, cannibalism would do to the brain. Needed to
3: understand what it would feel like to become
2: another human. <laughs> it, it, it basically gives you wasting brain disease because of so clashes on. of neurotransmitters and uh, mm. trying to integrate foreign human. Well, see, and that was maybe work? I
0: misunderstood. Why, why doesn't? Because why doesn't as that far as I understood it, the flesh was fine, but the neurological system is what caused you problems. Yep. So as long as you didn't eat the neuro, any part of the neurological system, you'd, you'd be fine. Which would probably so,
2: include the nervous uh, extremities out into the limbs and stuff like that, because compact neurons. I was a neurology major, by the way, guys. Okay. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, so you get there now. Okay, so really quickly, if you break your back, or if something happens to your back, mm-hmm. um, can that spinal fluid seep into other parts of the body?
2: Yes, and it can be problematic, or it could be harmless. It depends. It's it's an art more than a science. Honestly.
3: So is is there like an amount of spinal fluid that you could ingest before you start to suffer these okay. biological effects?
2: If it's your own, uh, no. re-ingesting your own, it's weird because I, I know there's things like let's talk about today and what you brought up earlier with the the, the thing about mistrust of celebrities. Uh, the okay. whole issue with adrenochrome. Is that yeah, a, yes? <laughs> that, that, <laughs> it will give <laughs> you full blown schizophrenia because of how it reacts to your dopamine systems, like huh. straight up. Uh, so people ingesting it in famous thing can't happen. Otherwise, they'd be legitimately raving and mad. Um, so
3: it be a like stigma, at least <laughs> naturally in the human body, against stuff that is also from another person's. Like, yeah. it Well, also we
2: have a we, we have a very uniquely uh, attuned nervous system when it comes to neurotransmitters and okay. a lot of hormones and stuff like that that only work with us. Beef growth hormone in certain ways, unless refined in a certain way, doesn't affect us when we eat it in beef. Mm.
3: Uh,
2: you inject it after refining it, yeah, that can talk with you. Or you put yeah. eat too much of it, then your body's like, I don't know what to do with this. I guess we use some of it? Like um, <laughs>
3: okay. okay, yeah.
2: Uh, eating another person will cause just issues. But yeah, nervous system is the quickest way to an issue, <laughs> like, so, bar none. So you're, like, either, you're either you're getting too much of it in your system, and your body's trying to absorb it, and all of a sudden we have twice or even three times as much dopamine as we should, or what have you. Like, it's a whole thing.
3: So is that, um, does that mean, like, let's say, for instance, uh, there's two examples, like, let's say, uh, you know, because obviously a, a, a stipulation or something associated, a consequence associated with cannibalism is usually insanity at least like or, or you know you're journey. killing and eating another person but <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, which so i don't know why it's associated with insanity but like let's <laughs> let's, take it, let's just take it as like you live in a in a cannibalistic society yeah and it's just like one of those things that it's like i didn't think about um it's like eating the eucharist or something at you know whatever the, the old
2: maori uh, the old maori thing where they called it manna they'd eat their enemies.
3: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's like it's like, ah, uh, you know, the old people do this. I'm not super into it, but sometimes when I go home for Christmas, I eat a little person just to make my parents happy. <laughs> 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 I get
2: I, 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 yeah.
3: main course, potatoes,
2: side, side course. <laughs> you no, know, I'm not super. <laughs> side, side course, course was course. the neighbor. <laughs>
3: I'm not that religious anymore, but I still do eat a little. People just to make it <laughs> fun. But, I just break but, the wishbone. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> No, but so imagine living in that society. Like, would you have to make sure that, um, because does the craziness, quote unquote, from cannibalism, outside of the insanity it takes to kill a new person, would that biologically come, um, just naturally if you ate just regular right human meat, or is it only stuff that's been like, it, like, What were you talking about with spinal fluid like so does eating do you get what i'm saying like does eating just regular human meat that isn't saturated with all this neurological stuff make you go crazy or is it is it just the neurological stuff that biologically affects you so the one uh, what i had
2: first this isn't my main focus of (laughs) stuff second um uh if you overcook it you should be fine i'll cook all the chemicals out It'll just yeah. be like it'll just taste like burnt pork at that point. Okay. But um, uh, the neuro nervous system will will fuck with you because there's so much in there that, and stomachs, human stomachs will also
3: fuck with you because it's a high amount of neurotransmitters. Um, so just because it's a shit ton of different chemicals. Yeah. You know, like one part versus other parts of the body. Because when,
2: when, when you start to digest, your body's like, oh hey, we actually use this, and they'll pass it on. Your brain's like, this isn't mine. What do I do with this? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Huh. All right. That's freaky. Oh yeah. Uh.
0: So that's a lot of information on cannibalism. Uh she's crazy or a troll. And stuff. Yeah,
3: just don't <laughs> don't don't eat people like there's no reason to. And, you can and I'm, go down to the gas station.
2: And in accidentally eating a boyfriend, I don't think, there's a lot of steps before you accidentally eat a boyfriend. was that, the uh,
3: last time you accidentally ate anything where <laughs> the main action wasn't like, like maybe you were like, oh, I got a chocolate chip cookie and they served me like raisins, but you were never like, oh, I accidentally ate like a whole meal.
2: I
0: accidentally <laughs> ate a whole meal. <laughs> not not a whole meal.
3: meal. You killed, cooked, and <laughs> <eat> your <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. No,
3: so, I mean, come on. You don't accidentally eat anything, not really. It's
0: Unless you're praying mantis or like a black widow, in which case you accidentally
3: eat your boyfriend. Yeah, I think they intentionally do it. I'm pretty sure they fucking do it, because that way they yeah, never mind. I was gonna make it. I've dated <laughs> a few kidding. girls who
2: wanted who wanted to kill Did and murder you? me and sleep after. What <laughs> is it? Well, yeah,
3: Man, those are the best, right? It's just yeah,
2: yeah. I, I mean, oh, she had God. a baphomet tattoo on her chest, so I mean, I should have seen the She's just.
3: That's a a good sign for a great night and a great sign for an awful warning. I'm I'm telling
2: you, as Elon Musk would say, wife materials.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I really date from a select pool of Satanists. (laughs) No, that's fair. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do if I woke up in the morning and the girl I was with, like, was like, all right, now we got to do the ritualistic sacrifice. I have to kill you. Like, hey, want, she was do, do like, "Do you want breakfast? Do you,
0: do you want to be trying breakfast?
3: to eat? Do you imagine waking up and finding out, like, finding a girl trying to eat your head? Well, certainly not Folgers in your cup. <laughs> I, like, I don't even know what I would do. How far would she get, like, Wait. before I wake up?" <laughs> I don't know what I mean.
2: Are, are they about to like get into it and then she goes in the kitchen to find some kind of prophylactic comes back it's like well i grabbed poultry seasoning instead so wrong. No.
3: Like- no it's like you wake up in the morning and either she is like right there and she's like all right time for the second part and you're like what second part and then she just latches onto the side of your face or like is she a you wake up to her like well i don't know i i don't want to describe it because otherwise it'd be gory rj i'm trying to describe it in a no, there's no cute way that another human tries to eat another human. This is absolutely <laughs> true. <perfect. laughs> I can't describe it in a cute way. She'd bite into your cheek. If you were lucky, you'd wake up when that happened. And you'd have like you'd 30 wake seconds up. To Unless you
0: don't have pain receptors, you'd wake up to any pain that begins happening to you. And she's really, really fast, have though. to, like...
3: Is she the creature from Species? <laughs> she's not the creature from Species. She but she's the could... one she's no she's not but she is a human woman who is very determined to eat to you. at least part of your head
2: is this a very lonely sri lankan tiger
3: with a laptop <laughs> no but that's a cute image okay if, if you remember on. these new things
2: i'm pretty sure okay <laughs> so,
0: I, we're moving just, uh, right. sorry for all the cannibalism talk uh maybe you learned something and we'll avoid cannibalism in the future don't thought. eat
3: people. You you can go to college too and become pretentious like this. Yes, <laughs> <That's laughs> right. yeah, you can get a college education so you can talk in a smart way about eating your fellow people. Isn't that really what the college system is all about? Uh, as someone who's studying
0: the college system right now, no. On a metaphysical
3: <laughs> level, though. Well, you, you chose Again, English.
0: That's yeah. like you don't nope, get to learn. I'm fun currently stuff. in college to study college. <laughs> I literally
3: just got <laughs> off of the air
0: talking about college.
3: Why would you believe a college class about college that's put on by college? Are they say anything
2: <laughs> bad? I, 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 you, are I'm I'm just
3: making more college teachers? Isn't this like uh, a pyramid scheme or a sick
2: yeah, it, You gotta look. Yeah. All just right. Before, own...
0: before we wrap up, I want to I want us to answer at least one semi serious question. Hmm. Uh, and the question I've chosen is: New boyfriend wants to track location. With further details. So if a new boyfriend casually asks if he can use an app to track you, quote-unquote, is that a normal thing or a red flag? <laughs> red flag?
3: Because okay. if a girl asked me to do that, I'd be like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> I like, think that's bizarre. Yeah,
1: red flag or they work for the government. And that's yeah, still a red flag. Be able to track <laughs> you're,
3: you're being gang-stalked for sure. <laughs> they are whatever... Hey, to be fair, if they're from the government, whatever you're doing, if they're sending that kind of shit... I mean, they're really into you. You're important. <laughs> you're, you're, you're important. So take that. But yeah, I mean, no. But not GF- in the way you might like. <laughs> no, I mean, like, they might want to, like, JFK you or whatever. They might. Eat like,
2: you. They, it, yeah. might be, it might be the girl from the previous question. If the
3: FBI <laughs> the agent goes,
2: brings
0: along the rest of his team and they set up surveillance while you're on your date, it might be a
2: red flag. Um,. To answer this semi-seriously, or legitimately seriously, relationships are... The cornerstone of them is trust. And if he's coming in with this much baggage, especially if he's a new boyfriend, there's either a lot of shit he's taking with him that, unless you're really, 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 which if this is a new relationship, you probably shouldn't be willing to break through all this, or um, you did something that soon that made him want to do this, then... Like those are the only two things, and even then, it's still
3: unacceptable. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I, I mean, this no, it's it's not a good solution to, like, even though it might be more difficult, and even sometimes like probable or possible, but all, like better than doing this type of shit is just genuinely sitting down with someone. For instance, like if what Ryan said is true, something if you think back and you're like, oh, you know, he started acting like this at this point. I did. I do something that he took the wrong way, or like he found offensive, or whatever. Sit down. I mean, that's and the thing is, it's not like that's the case. It's not like your fault. Like, he's the one who's projecting this shit, asking you to be like tracked. So, Mm -hmm. there's like the burden of proof is on him, you know? Yeah, there's there's also no good scenario exactly. that
2: this plays oh, out there's, there's not there's
3: there's no good reason i mean like i think ryan we said is true like it is built on trust and it's built on a mutual understanding that guys care about each other whether or not you're in each other's line of sight mm-hmm. this yeah it just it just doesn't it doesn't, doesn't matter sense. this it this level yeah.
2: this level of trust is just like pathological like <laughs> yeah Calvin, yeah I'm,
3: definitely at the very least bordering on it but yeah, yeah like yeah. in in calvin i'm
2: assuming you're
0: kind of on board with the rest of us big red flag yeah
3: yeah and
0: frankly i if you if he's doing this as a new boyfriend he doesn't need
2: a girlfriend he needs a therapist yes yeah i i would say if you haven't given him the tracking information run if you have then you're kind of (laughs) stuck
3: oh and if like if it is a new thing i mean like don't I, I would say, at the very least, try to find out where he's coming from. Yeah. I'm not saying he's justified. What I am saying is, like, this is clearly something that bothers him. So if you if you care, like, oh, because this is a person who, through this act, is essentially saying, like, I don't feel <clears throat> like I can trust you which isn't necessarily a fair thing to broadcast or say in like a relationship and and even so, if you
2: want to work with it if you give them that information you're going to get a lot of so why were you here what were you doing at this time yeah. what was this where are you now you didn't say it didn't show you there right now it's gonna be a lot of that
3: i oh, that's, the other, that's the other thing too is i'm not saying uh, the concession for you should not be well i guess i'll get the tracking device it, yeah, th- no. that is off the table yeah like you're a person not a dog yeah, if you're the person who is like being asked this like um i know it was about a, a boyfriend to the girlfriend like boyfriend is doing this but even if maybe there are girls who do this i'm i'm sure that it's a possibility um no matter who you are like if you care about this person just take some time and don't let the like abrasiveness of the action necessarily make you immediately hit the eject button um, if you, you know, if you really care about someone, you're going to stop, you're going to be like, right. Um, like, um, this is kind of weird though. And I don't really agree with this. So maybe, maybe I can sit down and talk with them and find out where they're coming from. And if they're intransigent and they're like, no, like the only real way I could feel like I'm content in a relationship is if I'm tracking everybody. Um, and, and maybe rethink the relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah. It totally depends. It be, be
0: careful. Like don't, yeah, like, don't put yourself in a dangerous yeah. situation. So, gentlemen, thank you for joining me this week. Uh, um. We had some pretty tangential tangents, but uh, it was all pretty good. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. what buddies do. Yeah. That's what buddy fucking do. Uh,. Yeah, thank you for joining me. Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for allowing us to use their song, Living in the Moment, off the album Cross Off Yesterday. You can find them on iTunes or Spotify. We are on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, leave us reviews, subscribe to us, whatever you have to do for that sort of thing. Uh, we're still at one review on iTunes, so get those reviews in. Um, you can find us on social media. we got our Facebook page, Better Buddies. We have a Twitter account at BetterBudcast. Use the hashtag BetterBuddies and tweeting at us. We also have a G, uh, an email if you want to send us uh, letters or fan art or need a question answered, you can send that to BetterBuddiesCast at gmail.com. And last but not least, be a better buddy. Anybody have anything else they need to get off their chest before this show gets on the road? Nope. Everybody's nope. Uh, drinks are full. Seat in the upright position. Tray tables up.
2: I went for gin and tonic instead of beer since there's a lot of boyfriend questions. So I figured, why not? Really <laughs> oh, let's get yeah. to, let's get drinks in the city up. Let's hold on. Good. What kind of gin?
1: That's the real question. Castle gin. Oh, I don't know that one.
2: It's okay. It's it. It was recommended to me, and uh, my buddy does a lot of. He's probably one of the best bartenders downtown. And he's like, Yeah, I, I, I'm working for this new company and I got an extra bottle. I know you're like, Jim, I'm like, fucking send it my way. <laughs> Good.